on the Spencer's of the Pez, poking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys. This is the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host, the fantastic Forlos something, Derek McCaw. Is that in Latin? No, I was going to say something derogatory, but I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Oh, so. thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. The Fantastic Boar. That's what oh, I was going to say. Oh, that, oh, that was, was good. Oh, that would have been witty. Pulled that one out yeah, of the yeah, But so then you would have been all, I'm frumpy, and then yeah, you would have got that. all angry. So. Uh, yeah, I'm the one that does that. Mm. Anyway, uh, to my right, looking like a, like it was a failed lobotomy attempt, uh, my announcer. What? You missed the forehead by inches. <laughs> yes. I got a boo-boo. Yeah, and, and you're not telling us what it is. So that what? Oh, you told me what it was. So, that, but it it's, is? It's, you know, oh. pretty embarrassing. It's gang-related. Face herpes. Oh, was it again? Lawn Lopez. Okay. What? Yes. And uh, we have a special special guest tonight, so go ahead and introduce yourself, and we'll explain who you are in a little bit, but go ahead. Excellent. Well, my name is Charles McKeithen. And that's enough. Okay, and across... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> moral Stay compass. tuned for more. Yeah, Moral Compass and podcast producer Rick Brett Snyder. Absolutely. So let's uh, get going. We got some comics news, some movie news, some TV news, and some local interest for those who are in the Santa Clara, San Mateo counties. Where else would we say are, are, are Hell, covered? If you're on by the West Coast, anywhere, the Bay anywhere in the Bay Area, anywhere in the Greater Bay Central Area, Central Bay Area, the Greater San Francisco Bay Area, right? Because aren't there other places? If you're not afraid to Bay drive Area? to San Francisco for an evening's entertainment, then you're within a range of wanting to know about what we're doing. There you go. Okay. Uh, before we get to that, follow up on that tantalizing teaser. Uh. We have. Uh, we have a... Uh, fanny mail? Fanny mail from some fan drive. It's not uncanny, but we got fanny mail. Yeah. We got we to gotta work on that on GarageBand. Have someone like actual yeah. instrumentation what, with auto-tune that. auto-tune it or something? Oh. No. Yes. No. I go all natural. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Anyway, we've got an email from, uh, from our good friend, Bill Bossard, uh, who says, West Coast wins. That's the subject. And I know why we're having to read this, because not only is it they say oh, the West really? Coast wins, it's because this is a letter in praise of Rick. And it's even addressed directly to him. Rick, after spending two hours shoveling a foot and a half of snow, I'm beginning to see the allure of the West Coast and California itself. Of course. <laughs> we won't mention that it was... 70 degrees and Just, beautiful out there. It was today. 80 degrees up uh, up in the Central Valley today. Oh, oh that's fantastic. Yeah. Ah. Sunny. I've been wearing my T-shirt, my kilt. It's been great. Yeah, okay. Despite a crippling state budget deficit, mudslides, wildfires, earthquakes, attacks by Martians, giant ants, and a five-tentacled octopus, I think I would take all that right about now over being buried in snow. Makes those sound like they're bad things. I know. Uh, the five-tentacled octopus, that was it came from beneath the sea, wasn't Indeed. it? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. There's a math issue there, I'm just saying. Uh, it was a budget issue, actually. They couldn't afford to animate eight, so they only animated five. It's an old uh, Ray Yeah, Harry the three were thing. holding them up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks for mentioning Space 1999 on Blu-ray the other week. I just received my copy from Amazon last Saturday. I hope you ordered it through Fanboy Planet. Because you can do that. And you we can get a click kickback. on the link. That's in the mail? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's just something I said. The show looks amazing in high def. Hope they do the same for Anderson's UFO series as well. Great model work in that show, too. UFO would be a great thing Take for them care. to do. Yeah. That was a great show. I only vaguely recall. It had, great had band, all the, too. All the pilots were, were women with short, cro- uh, short bobbed white hair. It was like... The, mm-hmm. like that's always been a fantasy of mine. I yeah. know. Hmm. Uh, Sounds a little like a Flash Gordon planet. It's the the, the planet of women with white it short does. Yes. hair. Uh, yeah. oh, Snow this girls. Why uh, is not allowed to get within five hundred feet of a retirement home? Mm. Or watch Golden Girls. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, right. Oh, I just had a vision. Dang. Mm. It. Thanks. Anyway, thanks for the mail, Bill. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, I'm not sure if I'll be staying very long at all if this keeps up. All right. Yeah. Oh, dear. I think we just made this all the more intriguing to Charles. Okay. <laughs> and Charles, uh, who actually is an old friend of mine um, and has uh, encountered Lon before at one wild karaoke night. Uh, well, I believe Lon sang from Queens of the Stone Age. I, I probably did a couple different things. That I was the night I, I discovered what a beautiful singing voice you oh, had. Oh, thank I you. Not heard really, it. all the singing I do on the podcast, you never... This is, was this well, a, I thought this was, was how you got the podcast job That's how I auditioned. It? It, was, the that was, it was like night. an audition, only without I had not yet heard the Booty Call album. Oh, right. I had right. not been to your mom's oh, house really? and seen all the stuff. It, oh, okay. it, it was. It was like some Friday, and he said, hey, well, what are I think I knew we were podcasting before we hung out. So. Yeah, but I think it was even before Rick was uh, involved uh, in the podcast. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if it was that long ago. But anyway. Uh, we digress? Cool. We digress. And let's get on tap. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're missing the point. We digress a lot. Yeah, it's all right. And that was just a digress. Yes. So we digress twice. From a digress. Is, is that like we're a digression di- square? Don't try to diagram it. Okay. It's I'm only going to hurt. All right. Okay. Uh, but Charles is here because uh, Charles is representing tonight Piers. A, an organization which, first of all, Charles, tell us, because it, it's all in capital letters, it's an acronym. What is PEERS? It's in capital letters. It has little dots between it and an org after it, uh, so it gets a little bit complicated. But it's, it's so much easier to say PEERS than Period Events and Entertainment Recreation Society. And I hope Ooh. I got that right, because if uh, James and Kathleen Myers, who are the masterminds behind it, uh, hear me and I got it wrong, then I will be flogged with a wet noodle twice. Um, Although that might be good. I don't know. Anyway. The second time doesn't hurt as much. No, so, so, no, it's Period Events and Entertainment Recreation Society. And it, it, it's essentially a, a very long way of saying a group of people who love literature, love history, and love to dance. And like to combine all of those and things Charles. together. Right, so, uh, okay. With me as well. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of the, the guy that they bring in. And, and I walk in the door and they tell me, uh, okay, you go stand there and look pretty. Thank you. Very nice. Uh, so they told me to come down here and stand around and look pretty. No, you I Derek, did. you I told me it to come down mistake. and stand up. Anyway, go ahead, yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they have been operating in the Bay Area now for uh, well on over 20 years. Uh, I've been working with the company for at least the last 15. And uh, we do nine ballroom events uh, a, a year. And uh, we basically get together and do ballroom dancing, but we put a spin on it. Right. So people which, is, probably which brings us to why, the, why people are wondering this has something so to do dancing, with dancing. Because they've seen. Isn't that a rondelle? Many have seen photos of at least Lon and myself and say, they don't dance. <laughs> oh, we dance. <laughs> oh, we dance. Well, there was that they karaoke think, night again. There was that karaoke night. They look at Rick and they think he might. You just I? asked Kunal from the Big Bang That's Theory. True. Oh, yes. That was a glorious night, too. If we dance. And if you have not Kunal, seen. email us. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's in Vegas. If right you now. have not I seen Derek do the Candyman. He right. dances, yeah, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the point is that what's it's where our worlds are all converging. Yes. Uh, by the time this posts on Sunday, 
five days from the posting of this podcast, or maybe five and a half, uh, our worlds converge because Piers is putting on... Go ahead. Tell us. The Gotham City Black and White Ball. Yes. The devil, Hosted. you say? Yeah. Well, you, oh, I do. Dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. You bet. That should be the theme. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Bruce Wayne is going to be hosting a charity event for the local Gotham City Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. Here we all go. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Because that's the sort of charitable man that Bruce Wayne is. Absolutely. And uh, he's going to be auctioning off at the ball the Eye of Horus and the Eye of Bast. Uh, which oh, um, wow. I, I believe for those of you who are truly in the know, probably way more so than I am, uh, there's going to be some temptation there for certain individuals of ill repute to mm-hmm. want to arrive mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps want to abscond with it without actually bidding mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on those those items. But it's a, it's a black and white uh, dress event. Uh, most of the time when people think superheroes, they think, okay, we're going to see a lot of spandex and lightning bolts coming out of people's heads. Uh, that's really not what we're no. looking for at this one. We've put a little spin and an edge on it. We want people to arrive as a superhero, but you have to arrive as a superhero in their persona non secret identity, as they would say. Or uh, alter ego. As alter people ego. like me would say, yes, uh, instead of trying There's to be all civilian fancy. civilian identity. Yes, or, uh, exactly. Yes, if, uh, yeah, sort of the Smallville effect, basically. Uh, if the CW was producing this event, make sure there's no actual costumes for eight so years. So if you wanted right. to come as Jimmy Olsen, come that would be, as Jimmy be Olsen. Yes. Right, because he would be, well, uh, so. Do you have to be the DC Universe? Uh, it can be any universe you like. We're you very are totally challenging Charles on that. <laughs> <laughs> we are we, we are we are very uh, we are very relaxed about the way that we do these events. Even if you don't want to come as a, as a particular persona, you're just interested in watching other people play, or you just want to show up and dance. Uh, Sarah and Swing Time is the 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 band that'll be performing for us, and they are a fantastic live band. They've been doing swing for. Uh, some some of the band members uh, uh, have been around for uh, back since back all the way to the forties and fifties. Um, uh, the the uh, so they know of whence they play. Yes, Sarah herself is still very young and very beautiful. Um, but uh, so you can show up and just dance. You can show up and watch other people dance. You can certainly show up and sit on the sidelines and enjoy the uh, the activities and what's going on around you. Black and white attire is admired but not required. Uh, but there will be such people there as, of course, myself, you know, I'm be, be Bruce Wayne. Dick Grayson will be there. Alfred, of course, will be there. Selena Kyle. Uh, Mr. Harvey Dent is planning on making an yeah, appearance. Of course, yes. uh, Oswald Cobblepot is Ooh. going to arrive. We're really not sure why he plans on attending, but we're going to allow his presence. Black and white. Uh, black and white, and he's, uh, he's very well he known is, in society uh, you know, because he runs one of Gotham's hottest nightclubs. And if ever there were a tuxedo that the should show up at a ball, yeah. I would say that yes. uh, Cobblepot is the one. Uh, Zantana Zatara, I'm not sure Zatana. who that is. Zatana. Zatana, thank you. Dr. Harleen Quinzel yes. will be there supervising her recently released patient who is now all better. Uh, still seems to refer to himself as the Joker, mm-hmm. but uh, she swears that he's regained his sanity. Oh, that was yeah. Wow, that was the other guy. I wasn't even going for that. I was oh. going for reality. Uh, okay. Uh, we also know uh, Dr. Thomas Elliot will be appearing. Oh, good. Uh, so he'll be there. Hush. Oh, James! Oh, you, you said it first. <laughs> uh, you you almost needed to do a do a little. I know. will tell you just to we'll throw this in there that uh, if you, if you like, of course, Dr. Harleen Quinzel would refer to her patient as Mr. J. Mr. J. I see. Yes. All right, that's been a that's been an interesting uh, question. question. Will Jim Gordon be there? Um, 
I don't know. Oh, it's up okay. to him. He's certainly been invited. Everyone right. is willing. You know, the commission. Uh, yes. Bruce Wayne is willing to have anyone attend the ball who's willing to Will help out Damien. small children. Damian Wayne be there. <laughs> uh, that's up to your listeners. I'm just totally pushing you now. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, your is listeners. Is Tim Drake going to be there? Uh, Ooh. Ooh. A small child. Harvey Milk help. can show up as far as I'm concerned, as long as he pays for his ticket Wait and walks in the door. Okay. So it's a blackest night, black and white? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never. Yeah. Wow. doesn't even know why that's funny. I don't but care. But it's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can tell it was funny. Well, and so I'll laugh along. With a zombie makeup There thing. are people right now taping their glasses together who just fell off their chairs laughing. Okay. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Wonderful. So uh, now, the, the, obviously, the, the, the most sensible thing, rather than for me to try to repeat verbatim the address and all that sort of stuff, is to just give people the, uh, the website. They can get the information there for ticket information, how to pre-purchase tickets. You can get them at the, at the event when you get there. It's at the Masonic Temple up in San Mateo, which is off of Ellsworth, Ellsenworth up past B Street. It's not very hard to find, just north of 92. We'll link the website off the show description. So. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, the, and that website is www.peers.org. Okay. Let's uh, spell the peers, too. It's P-E-E-R-S dot org. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So... There you go. And Excellent. that's uh, – we, we, we definitely uh, – let's see. I, I think the, 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 the best way to say it is that there, there are people who will be bringing large cardboard signs that say POW, ZAP, BAM, and Kerplosh. Hmm. So there will be toward the end I of the evening why, some sort of an event that might take place that would be entertaining. Sir, the Batusi? Right. I mean, oh, and, okay. and there have been. It's just a tie-in. So if people go onto the site and see, yes, this is the most obvious tie-in. And as I alluded mm-hmm. to a few years ago, I, I helped consult with some people that might show up. Sure. Um, giving them some background info. Uh, but there are other events throughout the year that also would be of interest to our listeners. There's a, a Baldu Vampire Yes, in, in October. Every no, every November is okay. the Bald of Empire, which is uh, entirely based on whichever vampire from whichever century you'd like to appear as. It's our most popular ball, and, and has, so far none of them have sparkled, right? Uh, well, unfortunately, oh. we did. We, oh. Well, let uh, allow me to explain. We Lost did all credibility. We did have a a sparkler arrive, and uh, I believe Spike and Angel uh, tag teamed him into the ground. Nice. Uh, with nice. Uh, we, we didn't Sounds even like go a hot to, party. not the way you think. Oh, sorry. <laughs> not in a good way that might end up with a little band aid on your cheek. Uh, this was yeah. This, this <laughs> more involved, my brow. I believe okay. they put a toothpick through his heart and slowly killed his oh, vampire okay. sparkling okay. butt in the daylight. All right. All right. Um, so uh, th- that's that's one of the events that I'm sure uh, is a mm-hmm. tie-in. Uh, we also frequently do steampunk events. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had a Space Cowboys event, which uh, I'm yes. sure if any of you are familiar with anything that involves uh, science fiction and cowboys, brown coats? you're aware of what sort of thing I'm talking about. There were a lot of people wearing brown coats uh, there. Okay. Were there Unfortunately, a lot of Han Solos? due to, to copyright restrictions, we, we can't be more specific than that. that but, uh, but we were filled with serenity. I was yes. saying it was quite a serene uh, event. Yeah. There, there were malicious people there. Uh, and uh, um, and then you and there's also been, and what was the title of the fairy? Because you played Jareth one year. Uh, the Labyrinth the one time The one time I attended. Yes. Um, but there have also... You played it more than once. Is it more than one labyrinth ball, or uh, we we tend to do a, a wide variety of different balls. Uh, I, th- I think the last two out of the last three years, we've done two labyrinth balls. Uh, fairies tend to be a good theme where people really enjoy you know breaking out their fairy <laughs> wings, especially in the San Would Francisco you look Bay at the Area. Li- uh, ex- expression of bliss on Rick's face when you said that. Yes, it's true. 
you should see. Yes, you should. Uh, uh, it, Those you know, gossamer wings. Oh, and 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 gorgeous. You know, even if you're not interested in dancing or interested in the the literary and historical value of the things that we do, just to see the eye candy of the sorts of people who arrive, uh, the Costumers Guild. Uh, yep. You were, you were well, my wife's show. a member of the Costumers Guild, so mm-hmm. I, I've been exposed to Pierce stuff. Now, this calendar is available on the Pierce site, so people Absolutely. can plan ahead for their events uh, throughout in, the year. In fact, we have just finished solidifying our plan for the, uh, the 2012 uh, next year's events, and we're, start, we're finishing off. That isn't up on the site yet. Uh, but we are we are two years in advance of knowing what the the themes of the event are. If you go to the website, you'll also find that they uh, they have a, a brief description of the the concept of the ball. And uh, I think what what I would encourage people to do is, if there's any interest at all in the theme of the event, just come down and don't be afraid of the idea of waltzing and dancing and ballroom dancing because this will teach you. We will teach you. You can come at seven o'clock. The balls usually and start there are at people eight. there who are worse than you. There are always people there who are worse than you, even I'm when Derek going. doesn't show up. Yeah. I wasn't looking at you. I was yeah. looking at the microphone. No, I, I know. Charles listening. tried to teach me to walk. We have a, we have awkward. A, we have a huge variety of people. where There's no pretension in, uh, yeah. in the way that we, we run our operation. We're really there for everyone to have a really good time. And uh, we have all ages. Uh, children under 12 ought to be on the dance floor with an adult, or they will be snatched up and eaten by the fairies. Uh, but apart from that... Uh, all, ages, and, all ages are welcome. And if people want to look into joining peers, they can also go to the website? Too. Absolutely, okay. yes. Uh, go to the website, come to an event, and just express interest uh, to oh. any of us that are doing it, and, and we'll, we'll welcome you in. And if you want the peers t- cult tattoo on your wrist, can you get that at the I'm, I'm not. I'm not allowed to divulge information on okay. that, and I'm afraid right. that um, Masonic you're going to want Say to be walked no very carefully out to your car. Okay. Uh, no more. Yeah. Except that it is Saturday, February 5th. With the yes, Gotham Saturday, City. February 5th. Black and and ball. you will really enjoy yourselves. Absolutely. So let's, uh, let's move on to some comics. Who's Charles Crusher? Welcome to stay and at least hear some of the top news stories of the day and get a little taste of my world. I think, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay and I'm going to see. We're going we're gonna to call this like a – like. remember those shock tests where you're the, at the arcade where you have to <laughs> grab the two handles <laughs> and you see just how long you can hang on while okay. the, the right. voltage goes up. All so right. I'm going to see how long I last and then you guys can make fun of me when I actually do the run. The will be hidden in the Run floor. and cry. Well, we're going to first of all – I'll give a, a thank you to uh, publisher Sequart. Uh, which does I, I know I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but uh, spell it S E Q U A R T. Yeah, sequential art is what it's combining. Uh, oh, that, that makes more sense. That does, now. That does books, uh, uh, collections of essays about uh, comics related themes, and uh, just before Christmas they did a Watchmen book, and they had a uh, an appreciation of uh, Adam West's 1960s. Uh, Batman TV series, and they're releasing one devoted to Planetary, and they have sent us uh, copies, Rick and I are in the midst of reading, and we're going to be trying to uh, get one of their... Keeping the World Strange. Keeping the World Strange, and we are going to be uh, hopefully interviewing one or more of those authors in the weeks to come, So, uh, of, of or essayists, I guess. So far, so good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I've enjoyed it very much so far, but let's get to actual news. Of course, the world was rocked this week. Uh, by uh, by an event which was uh, earthquake strangely advertised several months in advance. How do you advertise um, <coughs> yeah, the, mm-hmm. an earthquake? It, it's it, it's not easy. Uh, just ask the guys that've been uh, trying to play soccer in San Jose for a while. Uh, <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, this was controversial for a couple of reasons, but uh, there has been a death in the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic what? Four what? is no more. 
What? You're not going to oh, spoil it. I'm I only sorry. bought the book today. I, 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 I bought the book today. Did, did Dick Cheney's it. pacemaker finally? Uh, yeah. He's not a member of the Fantastic no. Four. Wait, there's Fantastic Four news? I'm sorry. I totally blew our setup. Oh, oh. terrible. Because uh, Lon showed up wearing a Fantastic Four t-shirt. Yeah, because they're my favorite group in the whole world. Well, you might want to sell that on albums. eBay because there aren't what? four of them anymore. What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, wait, what's go- this is like a what if special, right? This uh, is, no, this isn't real, right? Well, it's like what if Marvel felt they didn't have enough money and uh, wanted to really make sure they sold out all across the country. Um, it's be like what if She Hulk joined the Fantastic Four instead? Of- oh, that happened. Right, that happened. What it isn't new, is it? What if Marvel uh, broke the rules that Diamond had just set up for comic book distribution only uh-huh. two weeks after those rules went into effect because they're Marvel and they're owned by Disney and they you had me then you lost me. No. Yeah. Uh, that's been some of the controversy. Yeah, the voltage meter just got up for me. I, I know. Okay. I, I uh, was I was stuck on wondering if okay, well, if you add somebody, you can still do the Fantastic Five. But if you pull one off, now you've got three. What, what, what's the T that goes wait, in front of the three? If you have five three? and you pull one off, you have three. No, uh, if it's Fantastic Four, you pull. Never mind. You could still do I, Fantastic the Five. Robbing oh, three, the, uh, the terrific trio. Terrific trio. Yeah. Okay. Or the Thrice-tastic three. The Thrice-tastic. That's pretty good. Thrice-tastic ah. three. Um, I, this might not go trippingly off the tongue on that one, but uh, no, I just or, said I, it because. But seriously, uh, Rick, would I be auditions. spoiling it just because it was you know it was all over the news yesterday? I have successfully avoided this news. That's why I didn't seriously, write it down on the itinerary. I don't know. Seriously, but this is Sunday now, so. and my bag is out in the car yet right. unopened. So oh. should we spoil it for Shall Rick? Or? I can. I can. I, what I will do is I will put my headphones down. I will walk into the other store <laughs> singing softly to myself, and I'll come back in a couple of minutes. Yeah. That, okay, why don't you do that? Go ahead. Okay. Sing softly right. to yourself. Um, Killing me softly with his song. Why is he singing? Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. Well, well, I've, I've got to know because he, he didn't have to. Fantastic storm Four off like is that. my favorite. I, I think group. he's a little upset. He, he stormed off. Do you think he's going to listen? Uh, in fact, he's going to the John. Uh, what? So, yeah, it's, Wait a uh, minute. It's John Storm. Johnny Storm. Human Torch. Yes, exactly. The flame on. Uh, no more. Flame off. Flame, flame off. They flamed him out. It, it's it, it's oh. like when like when your when your flint dies out in your Zippo, you just you flick and it just goes right. That's exactly. On. He sacrificed himself to save Benjamin Grimm. And the thing. Oh, and, so he uh, really does love him. He, he really does. Oh. Sweet. And, and, and that shows that that shows that looks aren't everything. Because exactly. you know, come on, let's, exactly. Let's, the so you're thing saying is not exactly eye candy. Not a flaming torch anymore. No, he's not. He's oh. not. Uh, and and uh, just out of curiosity, Lon, how long? How many months before he comes back to life? Uh, you got to give it at least a full year cycle. Is there, ma- is f- there a magic eight ball? Are you going to give it a full year cycle? I think that's what they're going on I'm now. I'm going to let you have that prediction right now. So they give a it a year, year cycle now. so they can reissue the return of the so-and-so. All right. Which will pro- they'll probably call it. Let's guess now. Let's speculate what, what they're going to call that that series. That Rekindled? They- Ooh, I oh, like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, mm-hmm. Afterburn. Oh, ooh. oh, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. That's that's kind of the geriatric one, though. Brightest day? Oh, no, no, they can't, they do, can't that do that one. That. No, uh, burnt yeah. toast? Burnt? No, I don't. No, know. No. Brightest day was a, That was an in joke, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. That How was about more, burning more a dead were horse? While I look burning at a dead horse? That would be good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Rick's still looking. <laughs> okay, um, can we invite him back? Nate, uh, yeah, we will stop making jokes about this, and we will explain why that why from a business standpoint it's controversial.
Without actually discussing the name anymore since right. Rick's coming exactly. back. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. You better read this by Sunday, Rick. That's I'll read all it I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, but the thing is, apparently, uh, so Marvel la- uh, told retailers that they could sell this issue on Tuesday. After we know that Diamond has started shipping and sending secret shoppers in each week to make sure that no one will buy this week's comics, I just on want a to see Tuesday the Diamond night. badge, the, the the badge that Diamond issues to their secret shoppers. They don't have a badge. No, they just come in with a list. They they send yeah. they send little old ladies all across the country in search of issues of Spawn with because, walkers. Yes, <laughs> uh, they've come in. With, they go, seriously all across the country with with a list of three comics that are to be released on the next day. To make sure that they will not be sold that on a Tuesday night, and to figure that little old ladies would be the most sympathetic uh, figures. Do you so they have housewives at play? They say like my my grandson really wants this issue of Superman. Well, it's not on sale till tomorrow. So if they if they actually mm. sell to this little old lady, uh, that store will then be dinged by the distributor for and no comics it. for you. No, no comics for you. No comics. One year, uh, except for Fantastic Four. Um, and uh, apparently DC got wind of it and complained, filed a formal complaint to uh, Diamond about it. <laughs> they went, went, wham. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And <laughs> wham, and, Marvel can't do and, that. And uh, Diamond went, okay, great. Dan DiDio is no longer allowed in Disneyland. And uh, But it has resulted. There was going but to be a still similar go to event. California Adventure. There, yes, there was going to be a similar event uh, for Ender's Game, The Formic War. It's a miniseries from Marvel written by Orson Scott Card, which tells the one Ender's Game story that so far Orson Scott Card has not actually written out, oh, okay. uh, which is the, the story of Razor Mackham. Uh, is that right? Mazer Rackham. Rackham. Mazer Rackham fighting the Formix. I think I dated her. Did you? Mazer Rackham. It's no, a, that was Amazing it's a Rack. He. He's a, he's a, yeah, he's I'm a, thinking of someone else. He no, fits good. right in with he me. He does. I know. It's really... I was afraid that was going to happen. <laughs> it was like they were going to fuse into one <laughs> super weird. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that event was going to be sponsored by uh, by Comics Pro, which is the organization of com- of comic shop owners. Oh, was it going to be a, like a charitable organization? Uh, kind of. If you were, if the shop was a member of Comics Pro, they would have this Tuesday night event and would be able to have uh, formic war parties. Uh, but now they can't because uh, Diamond thought about it and went, "Yeah, we're kind of messing." But the reason Marvel said sell it Tuesday night is because of course Marvel went to all the mainstream press and apparently it's a slow news day. Forget about that State of the Union speech. Right. You know, because we all knew it was going to be like <laughs> we're pretty screwed. Uh, so what matters is a member of the Can't we all just get along? This is a member of the Fantastic No, the Republicans said no we can't. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, a member of the Fantastic Four Liar. Die, you know. Um, yeah, even the that Republicans can't get along. Yeah, oh, that's last right. night too. It's right after, but there was a guy with a microphone yeah. and oh. red, really red beady eyes. Yeah, so we have, so you know, we'll see the fallout of that. It's not the only death this week. What? There's no. another. I There's know, another. I don't know if I can take any more. Okay, first of all, you need to change your shirt. No, 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 no. I maybe just. Oh, to... but this is this is a black mark on lawn here. Ready? Oh, uh, great. You, uh, it was announced this week that. Uh, well, if you look over on the stands, there's a copy of Wizard Magazine. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. I'm the a big last, fan. The last issue of Wizard Magazine you will ever be able to buy because what? Wizard Magazine... Is that the last one? I thought I'll be right back. Different. I have to go get my copy now. Wizard Magazine has officially folded. The organization oh. is uh, sending its... Uh, putting what little of its of resources are left back into Geek Chic Daily. And the Wizard World conventions. Um, so, 
So wait a minute. Does this mean that my Wizard Fan Award from 2003 is now defunct? That's right. It means you will oh, no longer be able to revoked. use that to get dates. The big guy's oh, coming by to pick it up. Damn it. Yeah, it's not revoked, no. Although they might actually like to melt it down and, and, and sell it for... Uh, Scrap. ...to pay their debtors. Yeah. Darn uh, it. Apparently, yeah, a lot of former staffers, uh, or, or not actually, former as in on Sunday night... Oh, they were sent home early on Friday, and on Sunday night they were sent messages via Facebook that they shouldn't bother showing up at work on Monday. Ooh. Oh, Garib Seamus. Uh, yeah, shameful. I'm uh, not sure that's the last issue. I don't know. I'm just calling it. a picture it, of it. But it has Green Lantern toys on the back. Yes, okay, so Focus, focus. I'm sorry. I was so, distracted so, by Mattel. Uh, wait, I, I'm, I'm, con- I'm confused. It's wrapped in plastic, so if I if I tear open the plastic, you have to do buy I have it. to buy it? But. What, 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 how far down does the value go the instant I let air into this bag? No one really knows. <laughs> There's no value left. But That's I why thought you, a man who's a master of well, air in the I'm, bag, I'm going to tell you. Thank you. Well, well phrased. Uh, anyway, uh, any particular temperature? Because the Fantastic Four issue is also bagged, like the Death of Superman issue was. So it's yeah. in the poly bag. And I checked in with uh, Anna, uh, the. Owner of Elusive Comics Games 2725, El Camino Real Suite 104, Santa Clara, Not California. the Lizard Queen? Not the alien Lizard Queen from V. Okay. Uh, I checked in with Anna, and uh, she said that that issue of, of Fantastic Four is, in fact, going for, on eBay, cover price. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's apparently, people have wised up and realized, huge publicity stunt. Uh, and the thing with Wizard... What if, you're, what if it's still in the original plastic? Oh, I don't know. When was the last time you tried it's to sell fantastic. a sell, uh, Superman 75? <laughs> uh, which a lot of people bought like 10 copies of that. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many friends of mine that aren't into comics but decided they had this in their attic and they should give it to me for my birthday there you have go. given me bagged <laughs> copies of Superman 75. I think I gave you one like consecutively three years in I a row think for you your did. birthday, didn't I? I well, because I gave one back. I knew your memory wouldn't get and then you kept giving it back I, to I me. appreciated <laughs> getting we it. We traded it back and forth three or four years. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, uh, Yeah. So it's been figured out. So I, I would say Wizard actually no, because the thing is, people really haven't been reading it, and there's been a lot of people going good riddance, blah blah blah. And the and the only, the weak protests have been, well, have you read it lately? And everybody kind of goes, no, that's why you're closing. Um, yeah. So uh, limit one per person on the Fantastic Four here. If you could find one copy, uh, there that's, that's sold, sold out. out. Yeah. Sold out. Yeah, because they sold it last night. Did they? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, all stores did. But it was right next to the Fraggle Rock. And there's still four Fraggle Rocks there. You could, still, you could there. still get the Fraggle Rock. Wow. You have a daughter. Yeah. She might like so how does, do you think the industry is uh, pretty happy about this? Well, apparently, I didn't realize that they've been, they've been cut off from Marvel editorially for at least five years. Mm. And the reason, Did not know that. And the reason was that they, um, Wizard republished or packaged a, uh, their own little like softcover Marvel Masterworks edition of key issues. And I don't know how they did this. They reprinted it. Without actually getting Marvel's permission hmm. or ever paying Marvel for it, and so how can they do that? I that don't sounds like a bit torrent. No, <laughs> it was like like they pirated. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, so apparently they. It's been a while since they've actually had any access to Marvel editorial. I got it. We'll do a bit torrent, but we'll do it on paper. Yeah, and no one will be the wiser. Uh, we'll make it look like every other Marvel one, Masterworks zero, edition zero, except one, 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 uh, zero, So zero, I, I don't know. I, but it's been years since I've read it. <laughs> Toy Fair, unfortunately, is also folding, which I found. Uh, I enjoyed the Toy Fair. But the thing is, it's like anything else. All this, you know, Wizards coming out monthly and all the scoops that are coming out in these books 
are now online the day they happen. So yeah, you no. open a wizard now, and it's all old news. You know, by the time you get to it, so because you've already you've already listened to the Fanboy Planet podcast, right? Right. Well, well we, what we find out statistically is you've listened to a couple of other better informed podcasts, mm-hmm. and then you listen to us, and for, we tell you the truth. We're amusing. At least. Oh, okay. that's so, going to change though. Uh, well, while you guys continue to be amusing, I, I've just noticed there's an adult section at the back of this comment. Many stores shop, have so. that. Yeah, uh, I'm so. going to put my copy of Wizards back, and I'll, I'll come join you again in a minute after I've perused the uh, oh, the selection. This is sad. Um, wow, I finally feel normal. No, okay. <laughs> I'm just. I think you know it's a sign that uh, Charles is slowing down because it took him a long time to notice that. Um, so, oh, good. Your scintillating conversation. Thank you. That was nice. Um, so, all right. Uh, you know, and, and so well, that's that's a lot of uh, well, gosh, got, a lot of death to handle. But yeah, I, I got some good news think, for you. Um, yeah, you know, um, it, there's a news, and this doesn't happen very often. News in, in the world of GI Joe. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? That's good because not only did I wear my Fantastic Four shirt. I wore my Cobra Commander underwear, so I'm pretty, wow, well. I'm pretty excited. So yeah, is there good? Uh, give me the GI Joe news. I well, hear it. yeah, I mean GI Joe, I guess finally won because uh, oh, yeah? a member of Cobra died. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait a minute. Cobra Commander died. What? Yeah. God. Just, mm, really? Oh. Yeah. Don't get your underwear in a bunch. Oh, okay. Because that's a collectible now. Great. Um, yeah. Just great. Yeah. What are they going to call it now? Uh, the Cobra 3? I don't know. Baroness? Ugh. That's not bad. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. I'm for it. No, I will not buy you that I'm top shelf publication. Uh, anyway. Um, no, actually, I did uh, I did know about that prior. Uh-huh. Uh, it now, was, again, are you reading uh, G.I. Joe from IDW? I, I am paying attention are. to okay. different, epi- or different issues. Uh, this actually took place in G.I. Joe Cobra, which was one of the three like titles that came out from IDW when they first started. And uh, the storyline kind of followed uh, Chuckles, the character Chuckles, who was uh, infiltrating <laughs> the... Uh, G.I. Joe named Chuckles? Yeah, and he's like... Uh, <laughs> was he the, the undercover clown? Yeah, he was Pretty clown. much. Yeah, he's the, he's the undercover agent. And he infiltrates, uh, you know, and basically the Cobra... It's a gun that has the little flag that comes out goes pow. Yeah, yeah. the G.I. Joe uh, Cobra, or that Cobra title was all about the kind of the under... I guess like all the, the criminal side of the stories sure. and everything else. Like so, the Secret Society of Supervillains. So he kind of works his way up. And actually in one of the early issues, it was big news like last year, like uh, he, 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 he had to kill uh, Jinx. So, because uh, Jinx was like his girlfriend, and so he was undercover, and he ended up having to kill her to keep his cover. So, and pretty much on that issue, he vowed that I'm going to kill everyone in this organization. So, a very dramatic book. Yeah, very dramatic, very adult. And uh, so, in this one, basically, Chuckles works his way pretty much right next to Cobra Commander, is like almost his right hand Crimson Guard. And uh, it looks like uh, Zamot of Tomax and Zamot fame yes, I'm, is I'm making a play or trying to expose them. And uh, good old Chuckles says, all right. And uh, Cobra Commander gives him a gun to kill Zamot. And he turns around and blows Cobra Commander's head off. So wow. it's pretty cool. It was a pretty cool uh, part in the series. Uh, I'm not sure I'm a big fan of the IDW run totally, but... Hey, you know. Let me ask an honest question, maybe a, uh, an ethical question to go out to Moral Compass, Rick Regenerator, as well, is we are talking about a, a concept that originated as a toy line for children, a, 
an afternoon animated television series. A spinoff of the 12-inch G.I. Joe figures. Right, right. But but even those still Mm -hmm. meant for kids. Right. Um, Is there something uh, going horribly awry when we tell something this grim and gritty about something that you can still go to Toys R Us? Well, let me just stop you there. Okay. Before G.I. Joe... What did kids play with that came in sticks, plastic bags? Oh, in plastic bags. Uh, uh, dry cleaning. cleaning. Jinx. <laughs> I get <laughs> I get two cokes tonight. You guys play with dry cleaning. Anyways, no, no uh, but my b- dad. Before Until you- they put that damn warning on <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. and said. Anyway, go ahead. Before Not you could play with GI Joes, what was the main thing? Like little boys play with army men. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, army men from yeah. World War Two, and right, you know, so just, yes, right. So I mean, it's pretty much GI Joe is just army men with a little more story behind it i mean so i if you look at it that way it's really like there used to be this thing called the, the comics deal? code that that told you you couldn't do certain things. yeah um yeah and funny you should mention that uh rick because thank god uh, we have the comics code because well, that, I mean, that keeps those things from being blown off their necks and yeah totally uh, wouldn't so, allow zombies vampires uh yeah uh, you can't you kill this, policemen but can, uh last week rick yeah the comics code authority died we're doomed. oh my god we're doomed and you know who killed it Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Oh, this is going to be a shocker. Isn't Sinestro. It? No, Sinestro did not kill the comic Doctor Doom. Is no. it Spider-Man again? He, sp- no. he, he, he injured it the first time. No. 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 It's got to be one of the most evil characters in comic book history. Something grim and gritty. Well, certainly you might think so. Uh, Archie oh, killed the authority. Um, when you least expect it, well, Archie. What what happened was, and I and I do find this very funny because I think there's even still another a update on this that gets funnier and funnier. Not only did DC Comics announce that they were no longer going to subscribe to the Comics Code Authority, which many people say is a cost cutting measure because apparently you had to pay, pay for to the, subscribe yeah. to carry the seal on your books. Uh, and that's the and the Comics Code Authority was of course started in the early 1950s as a reaction to the uh, Senate hearings. Uh, so a bunch of fuddy deads by Estes Kefauver, uh, Tennessee senator. And uh, after the do you do a Kefauver invitation? Uh, no, but I've I have studied the time period extensively. Sanita, uh, and I, I recommend develop and one I, if you haven't already. I recommend there's a great book about it called The Ten Cent Plague, uh, which it I really came loved. out last year, a couple year years ago. It's a it's a really good book yeah. uh, that breaks it down. Uh, in kind of reaction to EC Comics and yep. uh, to uh, Frederick Wortham's and seduction of the innocent, the Red Scare, right? And All those things. aliens. And and so anyway, uh, you had to subscribe to this, so that, so it was fine. They said, and then this news story came out and said, well, only Bongo Comics and Archie Comics of among major publishers are still subscribing to the uh, Comics Code Authority. And then because uh, that's the first thing I our, look our at, our friend uh, Bill Morrison kind of. Goes out and says, uh, "Actually, we uh, quietly stopped subscribing to it about That'd a year be Bongo ago. Comics. About be Bongo Comics. Nobody's noticed that. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then Archie says, the heck with it. We're not going to. We're going digital. We're we're not subscribing to the oh lord to the uh, Comics Code Authority anymore. And this is where the story gets really weird. Apparently, nobody's actually be ad- been administrating the Comics Code Authority for about a year." <laughs> So the office hasn't really been doing this anything. This is like a mail slot and a lot of checks piled up. They, they went out for coffee in 2009. And never and came, and back. came back. Uh, kind of like Wizard. It's, like, it's, it's a guy like slumped like over at a desk. going out for cigarettes and then that was it. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> now I'm hurt. Now you got to buy me both. Oh, no. I yes. wasn't you. I was, I was a dig at lawn. Do they actually um, sell water in a bottle that small? Wow. 
That's that's long and lean, like Charles McKee. It's not just water. Yeah. Okay. Like Charles McKee. Okay. Um, so anyway, I think that may be the end of our deaths this week. God, that's a good depressing. thing. But uh, and, and and just when I thought we were at, at the end of Archie news, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was trying to make this an Archie. I told you we are the leading podcast on Archie, Archie news. All things Archie, all the I, time. I, I have a, a, a as a novice of of comic books. I, yes. I have a question. What, whatever happened to Gru? Grew he grew lumber? up because I still have I <laughs> still have like thirty Gru comics under he, my bed. Uh, he pops up from time yeah. to time. Yeah, little specials. Uh, we uh, you know a few years ago we we interviewed uh, Sergio Aragonis about it, uh, or he kind of mentioned it because he was drawing uh, the Simpsons. Yeah. he's doing the Simpsons now. Uh, but whenever they have an idea and they can find a new publisher, because Gru, as uh, the writer Mark Abinger says, not only timeless but Gru is, has uh, killed several imprints because uh, he was with Pacific Comics, First Comics. Uh, Marvel's epic line that died. So uh, you can you can see my interest in him. He's he's a big stupid barbarian who yes. kills off anything that Did tries I to make money. Yes, cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. that's exactly why he's my uh, favorite cartoon. That's that's good. Uh, well, <laughs> did he ever get a, a cartoon? Uh, no, he's never animated. Never animated. No. Oh, no. see, I, again, I show my 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 noviceness. He's my favorite comic. Well, no, yes. I was just curious because no. I would think that would make sense if he had a cartoon. He would yeah. be a good character. But nobody's really tried. Uh, there was a brief attempt to uh, animate Sergio Aragonis' drawn-out drawings. There was a short-lived collectible card game based For on Gru. Gru. Yeah. That's weird. There's like there, a, <coughs> there um, were three cards. That was yeah. it. There's like a mad <laughs> very short lived. <laughs> There's like a mad kids show on one of the cable channels. Yes, actually I think on on uh, Cartoon Network. And they Network. animate so they would probably have his They animate out the little you know the little drawings he does drawn on the out drawings, that's what they're called. That's what they're called? Yeah. 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 So they so, animate those a little bit. But. Okay, I haven't watched any of those mads yet. I'm I'm hoping that that's of high quality. Cuz again secretly and again something DC doesn't want to talk about, but Mad outsells anything else they're publishing. What? Wow. Yeah, even Blackest Night. Yep, you're oh. kidding me. Blackest Night at its t- topped out last year at uh, ninety-seven thousand copies, and uh, Mad Magazine. Mad Magazine ninety-seven like five hundred and fifty. Oh. Really? Uh, and uh, wow. so, in fact, um, Warner had cut Mad Magazine down to quarterly, and then realized no, it's still selling better, so they were they put it back up to bi-monthly. So it's not a monthly magazine. How anymore. much does it cost per issue now? I don't know. I it, I oh. haven't. Honestly, looked at one. Does it one. cost more than a comic? Because it used to be like no, it's the cost about, of two comics. It's probably about four or five bucks, yeah. That's which isn't unreasonable yeah. for what it is. Um, well, when you when you put it in inflation, uh, I remember yeah. you know, going between Mad and Cracked. I wasn't sure which one I wanted to buy most with my, my allowance money when Does I was Does Cracked have a print magazine anymore, or is it just I the website? I think it's just the web. I yeah. don't think I've seen okay. a print so, in a long time. Um, uh, yeah, so at the end of death, let's talk about some reviving. There's a comic book writer returning... To writing comics after 10 years away. Tony Isabella, who is the creator of Black uh, Lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to re- write uh, the revival of the Atlas, old Atlas title, The Grim Ghost, which apparently he had written back in the early 70s. That was one of his first assignments in comics. Uh, so he's co-writing it with the guy who wrote the Grudge movies, Stephen Susco, and Kelly Jones is on art. And suddenly, I'd like to buy this book. It sounds interesting. I know nothing about it beyond that. So Atlas, what happened to the Atlas? They did redo some of the Atlas. They're going to redo two. They were going to redo two, and now they've announced they're doing another. So Dyn- uh, not Dynamite. Um, oh shoot, what's that publisher? Um, no. That Arden Entertainment that was ah. doing the Flash Gordon. They're uh, they're reviving Atlas, the Atlas title. So the Grim Ghost is coming back. I don't remember that one at all. But then Atlas distribution. Was it a Western? 
Uh, no, it's a it's a ghost character. It's, a, it's like a specter kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, a character that's died sometime in the revolu- during the Revolutionary War, still that's going through. So, okay. um, so that that's coming. This is an all star team. It should be really interesting. I know nothing about that other than seeing that in, and going, "Wow, that's pretty exciting." We'll see. Uh, interestingly, we'll need to mention that to Steve to see the order some. Yes, maybe. Uh, to we got some legitimacy this week. Vermont, the state of Vermont, named a cartoonist laureate. <laughs> what does that mean exactly? Oh, well, there's a poet laureate it's, in yes. England. What is a laureate? Someone who's really, really, really good and acknowledged so like by an the expert? state. Like we have a national poet laureate. I don't know who it is right now. So, like for example, if like it was like a disaster movie. And like cartoons were taking over the world, and they needed like an expert. They would go to the cartoon laureate or whatever. No, they would go are. to me. But uh, oh, okay. that w- well, would, that would be you. The I would know that I'm not. The, I'd be the cartoon laureate. Uh, but oh, the, this guy's the comic book laureate. Yeah. You no, know, what, what it is is I, a poet laureate is responsible to like write poetry Might be that for extols the virtues of the state for state events and so forth. Yeah. So, like Maya Angelou. So there, yeah, she was the poet laureate for the... So for if you needed a comic book... will writing the, the eulogy for the uh, Fantastic Four situation. Right. Uh, be the, but if it, you needed a comic book for your campaign against unemployment or your you campaign against suicide... You go to Marvel, but suicide. if you needed your... Uh, <laughs> you, you, uh, so um, it actually turns out it's James Kolchaka, who was the guy that did American Elf and Robot vs. Monkey. Oh yeah, that guy. So no, he's a kind of an underground guy. Yeah, uh, Chris, I've seen Robo a, a, an actual friend of uh, Chris Garcia, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris, in fact, did an art, uh, did an interview with him years ago for Fanboy Planet. So you can check check that out. Uh, and he can be, his work can be found at AmericanElf.com. Uh, so you know he's fairly well known in indie circles. It's just interesting that a state has gone that far to name a cartoonist laureate. I don't know what his, what the responsibilities will be. Uh, it's and the new Obama the, list. Does it pay administration? Uh, Oh, the chicks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just going to say, that would be you need to learn to cartoon. It's the original Avatar. Oh, avatar, yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice yeah. painting that you're showing us, Charles. Um, thank God this is a, a radio show. Um, and something that I don't know if this is, this is somewhere between life and death. Comic-Con badges are going on sale February 5th, <laughs> 9 a.m. Pacific time. Mm. Um, Charles not getting this is, of course, they've made two online attempts before, and uh, they crashed the system. Yeah. Uh, so this is their third attempt to sell tickets online. Now, Lon asked me, he said, wasn't it already sold out? And the thing is, no, at Comic-Con, they sold out the four-day badges that would include the fifth, fifth day. day, the preview night. So these are just getting the four days. Mm-hmm. You can't go to preview night. Those are gone, but you can get the four days of Comic-Con. They're going to try it online. Uh, Rick and I are both contacted. Were you as well? Did you get the email about uh, pre-announcing to us that press registration I, I was that. going to happen? Well, I, I don't know why you would. Well, hmm. well, now you're a member of the team, I guess. Yeah, now, now yeah. you're here. Mm-hmm. So you're going to invite me back just to, to be the guy that, that, that is the everyman that everyone gets to make fun of. That's, that's Lon's role. Oh, sorry. What? what? I didn't I know that. I can sing, yeah. too. Uh, you didn't that's tell him. That's role. Lon's role. Lon can what? sing. You didn't, oh. you didn't tell him? No, Oh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, a little something for the ladies. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that one goes. But so, so buy your Comic Con tickets in the morning, and then go to the Gotham City Black and White Ball in the evening. There you go. It's a full day of geekery. I just have to get a hotel closer. But to it's the going on show s- this year on sale on the on a Saturday. Yeah, weird. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that's about, but we'll see. Um, so. 
Uh, so let's go to some movie news. We missed a lot of casting things. Finally, after last uh, week when we were going, last we week did. was uh, yeah. yeah during in the week we had off. Uh, that there was just a lot. First of all, they finally came out uh, and said who Tom Hardy was going to play in The Dark Knight uh, Rises. Um, oh, and, and who did you think it, didn't you say? You had I a, thought he was going to be Hugo Strange. Yeah, did you have a That theory? was a speculation that yeah. he was Hugo Strange. And this one is a lot of people are kind of thinking, this is an odd choice, that it's Bane. Now, yeah. is this like a Blue Harvest kind of red herring thing, you think? No, or I, do you think he's going to stick well, with it? I think, I think Bane is, has multiple states, doesn't he? I mean, uh, Bane does have multiple states, and when you actually read how he's been written in comics versus how he has been on the animated series, yeah, and certainly how he was in that ba- in Batman and Robin, mm. um, blow up doll Bane. He's actually really smart and uh, you know, savvy. He's very savvy and canny, yeah. uh, and is a member of the Secret Six. If you re- have been reading that by Gail Simone, I mean, he's, he's and he's very, also South American, which Tom Hardy is not. is not. But you know, he's played a Romulan, so he could uh, oh, okay. he could be. Yeah, I guess it's not a stretch from Romulan. Uh, for those to remind the uh, Charles is staring at me. Uh, Tom Hardy was, of course, in Inception. Did you see Inception? Did you like yes, Inception? I did. Okay, he I very was the, much enjoyed. He that. was the guy that turned the into Tom Berenger. He was the counterfeiter. Yes, of yes. Disguise. All right. So he'd be playing the. Uh, Character, the Batman villain based on the Mexican masked wrestler archetype or luchador, uh, Bane. However, and he also, though, you th- auditioned for that, didn't you, Derek? I did not. Uh, though there were auditions for you the can't Batman, wear your glasses under that for mask. the Batman live show in England this week, and I recommend uh, do a search and find the video of people lined up to audition. I could have. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little sad seeing the really fat guy in the Batman suit going. Do we want to bring up that you need to return a costume I, no. soon? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait. All right, it's a shameful thing. Anyway, no, I couldn't audition for that. But anyway, uh, well, no, they were they were saying that because uh, I guess Hardy had done a role called Bronson or something about like a famous uh, like British prisoner or maybe Australian yeah. prisoner. So they would kind of putting the parallel to these. So you know, Bane the, is basically a you know heavy. Yeah, yeah, he can definitely play the psychotic prisoner. Yeah, and he was, he is still slated to replace Mel Gibson in the Mad Max. Hmm. Uh, and it's not a remake, I guess. Just as long as they don't update. remake Mad Max, they just go on ahead. And no, do the, I think it's the Fury one. Road. Thunder Road. Fury, Fury Road. Road. Fury Road. Just as long as he doesn't replace uh, Mel Gibson in that hot tub with his girlfriend. So yeah, because that'll get him in trouble. That will. That will. Well, and better for him to replace Mel Gibson than Tina Turner. Tina right, Turner could right, never right. replace Mel Gibson. I don't know never, what you're talking no. about. Uh, no, she could. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Uh, and of course, there was a casting of Selena Kyle, and people were thinking that was kind of controversial. And I think it's a good choice. I think it's a perfect choice. Uh, which is Anne Hathaway. She's uh, stinky. She she is. That's what I think. Uh, but you notice though, in all the press releases, they did not say Catwoman. Catwoman. No, they said Selena Kyle. Yeah. But which fits who with will the, be at the Gotham City Ball? Right. Uh, Selena Kyle, not, not Anne, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway, unfortunately. She'll be at the that we know ball. of. Okay, um, but yeah, <laughs> I think. To. But with with Christopher Nolan's take is it's what's the more real no way that uh, that Darwin Cook graphic novel from a few years ago, Selena's Big Score. I mean, yeah. that's where Anne Hathaway is like, yeah, she's a perfect choice for that characterization, who's not so much into being Catwoman, but still has all those personality types. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We we still have no idea. What's actually going to happen with that? Are they going to bring back Marlon Wayans as uh, Robin? 
Marlon, and this is actually true historically, Marlon Wayans was paid a lot of money not to play Robin. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, this is true. Is that like the corn farmers who have been are being subsidized? No, he was, not grow he was corn to go anymore? fallow for that he whole season. He was actually cast officially for Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. And they uh, and so he was going to be Robin, some drunken producer, uh, some drunken. Uh, no, Tim Burton. Uh, Tim Burton. I'm not. Uh, and they cast him, and then they decided to go in a different direction with the script, and they paid him <laughs> a couple million dollars as a so sorry. This is why Nicolas Cage was also paid like four million dollars not to play Superman. Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you see, also a Tim Burton film. Yeah, yeah. and if you've. I, I need know. to start auditioning for Tim Burton, is what you're saying. And, and, and if you've ever, if you really just want to watch, make your eyeballs bleed, look up the the um, pictures of, of Nicholas Cage, Cage in Tim Superman. Burton's version of Superman. They have right. photos of the test test costumes, like a so runover transvestite what, what, melted what, Superman. I, I have visions of Superman stuck in the uh, the the uh, what was the movie that he did where he drank himself to death in L.A. Uh, Oh, oh yes, leaving Las Vegas. That was leaving Las Mad Vegas. TV yeah. sketch, and mm-hmm. I cannot find that online. That is the funniest dang thing ever. They did, they did leaving Metropolis, mm-hmm. and uh, Phil Herman played Nicolas Cage, dead perfect Nicolas Cage impersonation, and he was doing it as leaving Las Vegas drunk. No. What happens when Superman gets drunk? And and funniest thing in the phone booth saying calling. Bruce Wayne going, Bruce, I did a really bad thing. (laughs) 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 And uh, I may have accidentally told some people something. And and I can't find it on YouTube. But I was hoping, because there's a lot of Mad TV stuff that's on there, but I can't find that one. I I think you should ask your your audience base to uh, Someone tell me where the link is, please, because it it is a really funny sketch. Nicholas Cage is actually listening right now, and he's got it. So I'm sure he will send it to you. I don't think he has that big a sense of humor about I himself. Think he's a fan. I don't know. Uh, Closet yeah. fan. Didn't you see Season of the Witch though? No, I didn't. <laughs> he's got a sense I of humor. Didn't see season or what was of the the, uh, the Green Man? But I the uh, of Green Man. Uh, 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 the Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and there've been a lot of photos coming out for the Ghost Rider too. So I'm really excited about you know he's there on currently in Budapest filming Ghost Rider two Spirit of Vengeance. A little bit of me dies every time. Yeah, every time I say that. <laughs> it, you know what? It might actually be a lot better than the first Ghost Rider, but it then might. But then My Little Pony, the movie, was better. But than no that, movie so. be better than the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Okay. Um, High bar. So, so I want to stay in the DC universe a little bit for movies that came out. Um, <laughs> Rain it back in. Derek. There was a Come little, on, there keep was control. A little, we went over to DC. We went to Marvel. Now back to DC. There was a little freakout last week in the press. And Lon hadn't heard about this, and Lon's usually with me on reading a lot of these weird things. But there was an article, and I think it was in the uh, Vulture online, which is a New York Post or or Daily New York Daily News uh, website um, about Blake Lively, who's who some of us may be aware is playing Carol Ferris, who is Hal Jordan's girlfriend in Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they were talking to a variety of talent agents about what Blake Lively. Who's should, they? Vulture. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, about who? Uh, what? Blake Lively should be doing next after the critical acclaim she got for her role in the town. And I think that was the tie. Yeah, you know, she actually was, even oh, though she was about 14 sure. years too young. I'm just thinking about character. all kinds of projects she could get involved in. Well, yeah. The Lindsay Lohan story. Gossip Girl, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, she's just Lindsay Lohan, the sequel. Yeah. Um, waiting to happen. But 
Um, suddenly the fan press got all bent out of shape because they interviewed this agent who said, well, you know, she's in that Green Lantern movie, and that's just a train wreck. Everybody's talking about how bad that movie's oh, really? supposed to be, and blah, blah, blah. And all the press was starting going, um, nobody's ever actually nobody's said anything about this. <laughs> and so I'd like to pose a little theory. <laughs> Agents, and Charles has had some experience with them, um... They're not actually the most um, informed about Hollywood, right? Or, yeah. And considering or, that almost everybody I'd talked to in the last four months were talk, saying how, aren't you excited about Green Lantern? In fact, Charles, I think you may have been one of the people that did this to me. I believe I did. Aren't you excited about Green Lantern? I really want to see that car. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe That's that tri- without makes- being questioned, and this is the state of, of journalism in this country, <laughs> without being questioned once, this agent was confusing Green Lantern for Green Hornet like 90% of the rest of the country. Nice. And, and everybody just questioned it and went, oh, my God, Green Lantern's a train wreck. Wait wait a minute. They're different? Yes. yes. Uh, we've established one has opened. Okay. The other one has a ring. Which one opened? Uh, Green Hornet. Oh, okay. It was the number one number movie one in America, movie in America last week. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, and then Green Lantern is opening in June. And in fact, I found out in our in our Gap Week here that there was actually a deal between Sony and Warner Brothers oh, that they could, that they had time. to have at least a five month distance between it's like the a two films. Order. So, could you give us a running start? start. It's like chronological. <laughs> they did want to open Green Hornet in March, but <laughs> Warner Brothers said no. We've no. got June wrapped up. The, if you don't want to open it at Christmas time. January is the time. So, again, as I believed that Green Hornet was not nearly as bad as people said it was going to be, um, it was in that death slot of the second week of January where everybody goes, oh, it must suck. The waiting for Oscars week. Yes, but it yeah. had to be released there because that's what Warner Brothers said. So um, so how to do uh, the second weekend? It only had like a, which I know sounds horrible, but it, it's like a 35% drop, which for a second weekend not is, not terrible. is not terrible at all. Yeah. Uh, it was not the number one movie. I can't remember what opened last, last week. No was. strings attached. No strings attached. Yeah. So the idea of Natalie Portman giving it up to uh, uh, Ashton Kutcher. The best line in that is like, "I can't date him. I'll look like a I'll look like a kidnap victim standing next to him or something." Yeah, there we go. That's so, a great line. Um, I, did you see it? I haven't seen it. I'm no, go I, see I haven't it. either. So it's got a great car though. <laughs> sure it does. And a power. He makes ring. it out of his ring. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which does say they released. And then she puts the Kato mask on. Photos online. Mattel leaked photos of some of the toys, which includes a a board game that includes the constructs mm-hmm. that you you have to gather which constructs that he makes out of the ring. So now we know some of the things. The hand. I love the card. It's just the giant green hand. But there will be a power ring that projects the battery fif- up to fifty feet away. I like it. The, oh, I, I won't. The power the, ring the, projects the battery. The symbol, I guess, is uh, you know, so the like, symbol of like the battery. A, like okay. a bat, like For a Batman kids. signal only. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that happens a lot in the it's, comic. But it doesn't matter. It's Look, a toy for kids. I'm needed. Are you kidding? I wanted. Uh, they had a green green hornet one here. I yeah, think, uh, I saw those. I think Steve has to set one aside for me. They have a little green hornet flashlight that'll put the hornet signal, uh, you know, for a distance. And I'm very excited. All you need is the ring and your imagination. You don't need no projection. Absolutely. And anything green, you just walk around and be all burp. I just made some broccoli and burp. I just made some celery and all right. So there you go. Wow. And so Walmart's on board with that one because they well, announced you know, they're doing now, healthier now food. Now I'm sure actually, uh, you know, if we if we want to move into a Veggie Tales universe, I think that'd go over very well. <laughs> Well, you know, um, we can start doing that up in San Francisco universe. with the new Happy Meal plan. Where the green vegetable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you only get vegetables with, okay. your, with your Happy Meal. So, 
So let's move back over into the Marvel Universe. Oh, oh look oh. at you. There you Wait, go. You draw this back one in One more thing. Uh, uh, Oscar say? nominations. Did Jonah, Jonah Hex... Did not did get not make it. Uh, they actually got best makeup, a nomination That's, for best makeup. It did get the nomination for it best makeup. It did get makeup. nomination okay. for best. It did get a Razzie. That's what I was expecting. It did get a uh, Razzie for the most uncomfortable pairing, which I think was officially listed as uh, Josh Brolin's Scar and um, and Megan Fox's Pout. Yeah. So hmm. uh, worst on screen couple. Um, so. Uh, no, I'm going to go back to Marvel because we also got to see the first I- official images this week of X-Men First Class. Oh, the movie is coming those. out in June. Oh, I thought it was called X-Men No Class. No Class. Oh, okay. Um, uh, no, we, that's, that's X-Men School's there. Out. That's, that's mm. It was an interesting it was an interesting week because uh, they were like uh, they released what looked like an official like photo that looked like a lot of all the advertising for the other X-Men movies where you had uh, a, a lineup of, of all, a lineup of all the characters and at which the director Matthew Vaughn uh, immediately disavowed It was a fake, right? Uh, well, that's it? what he's claiming and then and then, when I first saw it I thought this looks phony. This looks fake. It? Did it? Yeah, it looks photoshopped or like badly Well, because then Fox released a high-res image saying this is the official one, and it looked exactly the same to me. Ah, okay. Uh, but then they released four photos of different characters. They're in the yellow and blue outfit, X-Men outfits. Oh, really? Uh, right. James McAvoy's uh, hair looks like suspiciously like a wig for Charles Xavier. He's playing the young uh, Patrick Stewart character. Be follicled. Yes. Yeah, good luck with that. Yes, uh, very much so. Uh, yeah, I'd like to follow that performance. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, uh, sign me up. I understand that. he's in a house that's on fire and Colossus has to blow the fire out and uh, blows all well, his hair off. Oh, uh, you're getting those those well. universes confused. I will say that Janu- January Jones, January Jones as Emma oh, Frost, the hot. White Queen, <laughs> looked great. Yeah. Okay, uh, the one I don't like is the is the 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 character that's supposed to be Nightcrawler's father, the demon Bela- not Belasco, um, Azazel or Azazel. something. It just doesn't make any sense to me that that character should be in there at all. But uh, Nightcrawler Crawler shouldn't be in there at all. Nightcrawler's not in there. Is his, his father is Azazel? The, so why? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the point. That's the point. Foreshadowing. Uh, and uh, Michael Fassbender as young uh, Magneto. Uh, yeah. So another, uh, the second most thankless job following Ian McKellen's performance. <laughs> right, right. Although not Ian Top McKellen's that. performance in X-Men The Last Stand. Yeah. Uh, which even I, as an Ian McKellen fan, would say was probably uh, the worst performance he's ever given. But he had the worst director ever allowed to make a film. And then so. the guy they got to play Beast... Wait, George Lucas directed that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Brett Ratner. Okay. But good guess. Good okay. guess. Thank good you. Good guess. Guy they got to play Beast or whatever. I thought the initial reports we had heard he wasn't going to be all blue, and in in this one in that picture he's all blue, which I hate too. So I've already decided I hate X Men First Class. Okay, well, uh, all blue men just brings me back to Watchmen and I get or Avatar or Smurfs or Or, yeah the Smurfs, which is coming out there, you know, uh, uh, this summer as well. So there's a lot of comics related stuff. It's it's an overload. yeah, but apparently what's been going Matthew Vaughn has been, like, that's revealing all this stuff that, like, Fox is reshooting stuff without him, without the director on on set, because he's back in England thinking he's editing, uh, and they're giving him more footage going, by the way, we shot this while your back was turned. Uh, so it doesn't bode well, so I think I'm, I may have to... I rarely, it's not that I disagree with Lon, I just like to see the movie before I agree with Lon, but this is maybe one time, well, after I got burned by X-Men The Last Stand, I'm going to have to yeah. say, I have a feeling, though I like Matthew Vaughn as director, Fox is doing their usual Fox games. Give it back to Marvel, Fox. Just give That's it back. That's not going to happen. Just it's give not it. going to well, happen. I mean, how much money did Wolverine Origins make? 
way too much for how bad that movie was. Yeah. But we still hope that The Wolverine by Darren Aronofsky will no. be fine. Aronofsky's going to learn what Matthew Vaughn is learning now. Is, is that, that Fox doesn't care? Fox likes to put name. their claws in their, in their mm-hmm. business. So. But they're fair and balanced. That's a different wing, different. right? Isn't it? I mean, well. same company, but I mean, you know, and yeah, fair and balanced. Oh, that's right. They're, they're, you go down the hallway on the right for that. Okay, one. so uh, there are only turns to the right. Okay, so uh, right. Uh, so I got I got a casting rumor that just came in that uh, that just made Rick read it upside down and go excited. His eyebrows raised. It was I very, did. Yeah. Uh, it, which it, they wait, raised Rick his got upside down and got excited. Is that what uh, you said? Something, something it like happens. that. Yeah, oh, it okay. uh, he was wearing his gravity boots. Uh, so we've been talking about you know the Dark Tower uh, movie series slash television miniseries now. Uh, they originally said it was going to be a, a season long, but now Ron Howard's saying that the television miniseries will be like six hours each each year. So like The films. Walking Dead or something? So or? it's going to be like three theatrical movies and two six-hour miniseries in between movies. What if the first one flops, though? Then they won't do any more. It, oh, okay. it did, yeah, yeah. I, 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 then it's all. Didn't the Narnia people teach anybody anything? Narnia's the, still going. Yeah, they, I know, but, but yeah. Oh, they won't. They won't stop the Narnia series until they get all the way to the last battle, and then they'll get confused about what the purpose was behind <laughs> that book and go, "Oh, wait, wait a minute. There's religious connotations. We, <laughs> yes. we had no idea. This is very heavy-handed. There's no <laughs> escaping. This was the apocalypse. Who was hiding this book from me all this time?" <laughs> Uh, so, it was yeah. in a library. Uh, apparently, someone <laughs> in the studio accidentally actually read it. Uh, exactly. So, um, but I think that's a fine way to do the Dark Tower. Right, uh, we do. It's and an we were epic. talking about who was going to play Roland. That they were talking. Uh, Ron Howard said he wanted Javier Bardem uh-huh. or um, uh, the Aragorn, uh, Viggo Mortensen. Oh uh, yeah. But apparently, just a few hours ago, it leaked onto the web that they're looking at Christian Bale. As Roland, he could he could rough up nicely as Roland. I uh, think. Well, certainly he transforms himself. Uh, uh, isn't he Oscar officially now again? Oscar nominee mm-hmm. Christian Bale. So hot name suddenly being bandied about, and that's who the studio wants. So make him all dusty and weathered. And he, uh, he could do it, but do it's it. a big time commitment. Well, I know. What no. he? Well, I mean, then again, he committed to Batman, but I mean, and he's finished with that. Although he also said this week that he was willing to. He didn't think Christopher Nolan wanted to, but if Nolan wanted to come back. For a fourth Batman film, he would be absolutely on board yeah. if it was Nolan. So, uh, but I, I think all signs point to Dark Knight Rises being the swan song there. Well, you know what though, Nolan did not get nominated for Best Director for Inception, which I think is a giant crime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Nolan might just be mad at the system and keep making Batman films and just quit because Inception. If I mean that's like your masterpiece. If you don't get nominated for that, then. What else is there, right? Hmm. Just Batman. make Batman four. Yeah, so cash throw Robin checks. in. Yeah, yeah. The we cash grab. Call Marlon Wayans and get on. <laughs> no, he's too old now. There's Nick Cannon. Be, there's, no, 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 there's got to be new Wayans. There's got to be another generation. No, of you know who would they Jack get? Jack Black. No, they'd get the Jaden Smith. Yes, mm. which uh, was announced today. Now you just I uh, had to make the connection. Will Smith is producing a remake of. Annie with his daughter in the lead role. Nice. And uh, Jay-Z is going to be the music supervisor and producer. That's gonna be, so it's going to be like The Wiz. I was just going to say, it. that sounds a, like a, like the new The Wiz. Black. The new generation. She's gonna and have we a all big, know how well that one turned out. She's going to have a big teased out fro. He's on down the road. Oh. And white eyes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's going to be a little nope. spooky. Uh, this whole segment might have to be ended out because I think we're, <laughs> we're getting we're teetering, very... <laughs> we're teetering right over the edge of saying something really uh... I heard uh, Russell Simmons is going to play Daddy Warbucks. Okay. 
That actually wouldn't be a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, anyway. One more th- uh, thing about the, the Dark Tower, because I just obsess about this. I know you anyway. do. Go ahead. Um, Roland is absolutely critical, almost like every scene of the first book. And then as the books progress, more characters get added on. And he's not as necessary in as much of the story. So there could be a So it could ease off a bit. And then it comes back yeah. at the end. And That's he's, true. He's That's really true. core in the last part. Christian Bale could essentially just do framing sequences for a miniseries, take some time off, do another movie, and come back yeah. for the So it's, it's an early, early commitment of a lot of time, but then it eases off a little bit. And I'd also like to uh, point out another movie ca- casting that is done deal is that they're uh, making a film adaptation of uh, Peabody and Sherman. And uh, Mr. Peabody. Isn't it is Sherman that, and is Peabody? That, this Do book? you recall that from uh, Bullwinkle? Peabody oh, and Sherman? No, the talking yeah. dog. The Jay Ward stuff? The Jay Ward stuff, yes. yes. Um, okay. The and, Wayback uh, Machine. And Robert Downey Jr. has been cast as Mr. Peabody. That's the dog, isn't it? That's the dog. That's pretty good. I okay. can see that. I can actually see that pretty well. Mm-hmm. He's also Mr. Peanut. I don't know if you've seen those commercials. Mr. Oh, Peanut? Is he Mr. Peanut? Mr. Peabody? Mr. Peanut. Whoa. Uh, all things with Mr. P. So, uh, yes, it's a little disturbing. Don't go any further. I'm funny. I'm glad that you I've, made I've, that joke and I didn't have yeah. to. I've, I've held out this long. And I, I, know. I, I thought I would have left long ago. I know. I've, I've made I'm it impressed. this far, but I'm, I'm, this starting, to, I'm, you're I'm waiting, starting to fade. You're probing for a weak spot. I know. I know you. That's not my knee under the table. Yeah, I know. Uh, so uh, another thing that came, that came out this week is that uh, apparently for the Tron yeah. Legacy Blu-ray and, and DVD or oh. and or DVD, they have shot a trailer like they did three years ago for uh, at Comic Con where they did a, a proof of concept a trailer for Tron Three with Garrett Hedlund. Jeff Bridges and Olivia Wilde. No, what's the, what's the story on getting getting the original Tron back out into the market? Has that well, happened uh, yet? They or? have. A, they I have seen <clears throat> box art. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is going to happen. What they I think what's going to happen is when Tron Legacy gets released onto onto Blu-ray. That'd be the, the first Tron will come out at the same time. Oh no no no! I think what'll happen is is that the uh, Tron Legacy will come out and then the boxed joint edition of no 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 no! I can top you on that. Yeah. They'll first come out with Tron. <laughs> Then Tron Legacy, and then and the combined then, box. Then it'll be the combined with box the special features, with the special the feature, extended and director's and cut. Yes. yes, as you may be aware, they had actually pulled all copies of Tron so that people wouldn't watch it in anticipation of Tron Legacy and go, "These Why special effects suck." Why do I want to go see this? <laughs> yeah. Along that line, last night I sat down. I watched the ultimate cut of Watchmen. The one that has the everything, like, everything, put everything, in and it. how did that work for you? It worked actually not too bad. Uh, the there were a couple of points where the cut from cut into the Black Freighter stuff was a bit abrupt. It just didn't look as polished and edit in that part. And but I'm going to say before Lon does, you know, both of our credibilities have been shot by how patient we've been with V. So when y- you say when I sit down for six hours worth of Watchmen, <laughs> is that what you're it saying? doesn't really mean that was any good. It just meant. That was six hours you didn't watch V. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, I heard. I heard is, 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 do they reinstate that V? Uh, somebody, somebody told me today that it didn't come on when it normally does. Is it? 
Oh, maybe it wasn't on this week. I, well, it might have been Tuesday night. Is it on Tuesday night? It was on Tuesday. Tuesday Union? It was up against oh, Union. Union. oh, that's why it wasn't on, because there was that whole government thing, thing about yeah. can't we all just because get along. Because the funniest thing, <laughs> right. as I'm, we'll slowly be... It's about the people who have taken over the government, the ones from we'll another planet. We'll slowly be transitioning to I television. Thought, I thought that was the that was the State of the Union. Because the yeah. funniest thing, and if you just want to laugh hard on this one, Rick, is that all this week I've been picking up people involved with V, giving interviews in which they've been saying, well, if we come back for a third season, yeah, and I go... Wow, this is this is like how birthers won't give up on the the no birth certificate from <laughs> Obama thing, uh, because I've been watching V, and I think you and I are the only ones, and we don't even like it. Uh, right? No, Ron, my business partner, uh, uh, Ron, uh, also Gasparini. is a big Ron Gasparini is a big Has been fan watching of v? v. Okay, so yes. oh, we need to bring Ron in, and we'll just all giggle. The about three of you could have a, how y- horrendously off. I'll, t- I'll tell you, there are fans of Serenity that I'm sure are watching it for, uh, for Marina Marine Baccarin. Baccarin. Yeah. And then there are fans of Smallville who are watching it for... For Kara Vandervoort. Yeah. Uh, no, and sorry. then there's True Laura Blood Van- fans who just think it's about the vampire stuff. <laughs> right. And then they, they the waiting for And the then there's all of us waiting for Mark Singer to make his appearance in the last episode of season two, oh. who will be a regular... If there's a season three, is this true? This is true. Oh, this is what, what the interview was. This is, if there's a season three, and eventually you make it down to the sewer of the spaceship. And I'm saying, so like, like that's the last ditch. Like, if you really want Mark Singer to come back, you got to start watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop! I had just about thrown in the towel after last week's episode. You're gonna watch next week, though. I'm, I just, I just, I. Uh, every be... time they go into the basement of the spaceship, every time. And and is this is this a childhood memory thing coming? No, back? this is Bad- last week. And the fact that Jane Badler keeps just coming out of the cocoon. <laughs> I'm like what? Huh? And you're looking immaculate. It's like coming out of the Adams so family. It's just yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um. So She's grandmama um, and cousin. Let's all start up with uh, with a, a show that I think Lon just made a note, and he might actually be enjoying Spartacus: Gods of the Arena. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, Spartacus did return to Stars Television uh, last week. I'm, um, I'm, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. Anyway, different. and uh, it is the we d- oh, much. I'm Spartacus. Okay. Anyway, so uh, that's the original film. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so basically, the much talked about prequel to the original, and so remember the producers had to do a prequel because the lead, uh, what was his sick. name again? Andy, Andy Whitfield. Andy Whitfield had uh, come down with like lymphoma or something yes, like that, yeah. and couldn't participate, or you know, had to go into therapy, or you know, so he wouldn't, you know, so that the producers thought, oh, let's go back and do a prequel. Which was basically, you know, and I think it's a half season, so it's only like six episodes. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a shorter um, So I was a little yeah. skeptical. I mean, I was a big fan of the first uh, series, or the first uh, season, I guess yes. you call it. Uh, but Blood, um, and, Blood and Sand, was that what it was Blood called? Blood and Sand was the right. first one. This one's called Gods of the Arena. And it basically focuses on the rise of the House of Bartiatis or whatever. houses and how they Well, yeah, and basically were. how Bartiatis starts as his father's kind of... Son or whatever, protégé. you know, protege. Have you, have you been and watching this, Charles? Because if you ever wanted to see Xena, uh, Lucy Lawless delivered dialogue from a porn film. Oh, yeah, and yeah. naked too, and naked. I would say you. I'm need sorry. To wait a minute. I was, I was, I was, I was just right. phasing out there. For I a had minute. you at Lucy Lawless. You, I knew, I knew this would get you back in. Yeah, let me uh, Spartacus. Let me just real quick. Uh, let me send himself. a text message to my email because that's the <laughs> best way for me to remember S-P-A-R-T-A. these sorts of things. S P A R T A. 
Right. Wait, you okay. just said you were Spartacus. You don't know how to spell? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyways, Spartacus let's, is illiterate. Let's right. just say this though Perfect that for uh, me. yes, um, it was pretty darn good. Um, yeah. If you like the original, then this one delivered. Uh, it has all the characters you loved. I mean, same production, uh, John, except Andy Whitfield. Except but. Andy Whitfield, but you know John John Hanna is that his John name? John Hanna, yes, does a fantastic job. Um, uh, he's definitely my favorite part of the episodes that I'd watched. Yeah, they bring uh, a new like their new hero is this guy named Gannicus, which is their new champion or their, you know, and so it's going to be kind of about his maybe rise and fall. They show you where they first uh, get Crixus, who in last season was the champion, what do they call it, the, the champion of Capua or whatever. That mm-hmm. was, you know, who Spartacus overthrew. So it's a lot of really cool stuff. You see all the characters you knew from the first one. It's almost like, you know, where they how they got to where they were. Okay. And it's very exciting. And they also added, you would probably know his name, who played Jango Fett? Uh, Tamura Morrison. Yeah, he's in. He Who is was added. Sur in uh, Green Lantern. Is he really? Uh, yes. I did not know that. Anyways, he got added to the cast as the Doctore, um, and so it's it was really pretty cool. I, I enjoyed it. So they stole that we, freaky we sh- house right on the edge of the cliff. Yeah, they're still at the. And, and we should note that uh, though we did uh, run into Andy Whitfield this summer at Comic Con at a party, he was looking well. He did have a relapse, and they officially recast mm-hmm. the role of Spartacus oh. for the third or I guess second season if you consider this the prequel you know season right. 1.5 season 2 will have a different actor in the role because yeah. they just can't count unfortunately sadly uh, a pretty good actor good uh, guy who was on his way to becoming a big action star just too ill yeah let's uh, hope you know let's hope the treatment goes well so we'll see yeah so um, and, and another thing, uh, revived, uh, snatched from the brink of disaster, Wonder Woman, the David E. Kelly penned pilot uh, that uh, was shopped around and then not picked up by ABC or CBS. NBC decided they wanted to do a the Wonder Woman pilot. Because they're in the hero business. They're in the hero business now because the cape is doing so well. You just know there's going to be a cape Wonder Woman crossover. Wait, is on. the cape really doing that well? And a part of my soul will die. Um, the only thing worse is if you cast M- Matthew... McConaughey as Chief Trevor. <laughs> uh, that would kill me utterly. Hey, hey, Wonder No, is Woman. the cape really doing well? Um, I'm under the impression that it kind of is. Interesting. And I haven't watched anything past the first episode. And I, I, and I, yeah, but you'll watch six hours of V. Yeah, I know. So, so I, I know I'm going to this, I know. So. I'm gonna watch because I like Keith David. I want to see a little more Keith David. Um, but I'm, I'm more interested in seeing a little more of Lucy Lawless. I, I know that's but, okay. That's that's Spartacus. God's the original. I watched yes. the third episode, which was about the guy who originally had the the cape. Ah, the spider silk cape. Yeah, the spider silk cape, and not a bad episode. It, it was much better than anything that had gone before. Wait, I saw like the first. Was this the one that aired like a couple days ago? Last week. Okay, I saw one this week. I was getting yeah, like changed the channel four, I think. Yeah, yeah, and there's a scene, the very beginning of the episode. His breakout. Well, no, there's I, he's talking to I guess Scales is that his name? The Vinnie, Vinnie Jones, Jones character. character. Yeah. So basically, the cape confronts Scales and basically kind of pokes a hole in the whole who is chess theory. And he basic the way the dialogue's delivered, he basically is, and he's got his mask and the cape and everything. And he's basically saying, oh, well, so-and-so is Chess. What's Who's the character's name? Do we know his name? I don't I remember. remember. James Frame. Yeah, well, whoever that guy's Who character. enjoyed from True Blood. The guy who's trying to organize the uh, for-pay police. In the yeah, town. so he's basically making this case to Scales, and he's talking about, yeah, that cop, well, they framed him, and doesn't you think it's... And it was so lame where it was like, you just wanted Scales to be all, 
Wait a minute. So are you the cop? Because it was so. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it was, just like when he's talking to his son. And you yeah, wake yeah. the son to say, Dad, shut up. Your dad loves you very much and do your homework. Right. But it was one <laughs> of those. Eat your vegetables. It was just written uh, so I, poorly. That, that was actually that part. Dialogue. That part I didn't like. The part with the with the, the prior story right. and then yeah, you know, it was it was not. I bad. just felt like I like you know I gave it a few more minutes going oh I'll give it a shot it's on TV I'll just watch it okay and I watched it and I went oh really okay oh. Well, I think from the preview I was just waiting for the spaceship to land and give the red suit to uh, somebody yeah. and he lost the instruction manual yeah so, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I want to go further with the Wonder Woman thing because it also was released that uh, McGee is interested in directing the pilot. Mm-hmm. Although he did. He, uh, did I'm uh, okay with that. Yeah, actually, well, because he produces Chuck, which mm-hmm. I, for the most part, I enjoy. Are you he up produces to date? The Human Target. I am up to date on Chuck. Um, McGee produced one of my all time favorite TV shows. Which was? Fast Lane. I don't know if you remember oh, that. Yeah, uh, very short lived. Short lived, uh, but. Was in that. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Nathan yes, Fillion? Was in, no, sorry, that was the other one. Um, the. Oh, like yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. That wasn't called. Fa- that was called. Was that called Fastlane? No, it was Drive. Drive. Sorry, I got confused. It was yeah. called Drive. Yeah. 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 Now Fastlane had Bill Bellamy and Peter Fetch Fashionelli, the, uh, the and Tiffany the Amber clan. Thiessen, was, head of the clan in Twilight. Yeah. Mm. The um, was fun, the Cullen though. clan. Um, I know too much. Anyway, uh, but let me give you the Wonder Woman description so that you can. Uh, Join me in the soul-dying moment. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> There's been a lot of that this podcast. There is going to be. Uh, yes, I was wearing my Wonder Woman t-shirt. Uh, no. Uh, They're going to kill Wonder Woman. She's going to be in L.A. Makes sense. Okay. And, uh, and trying, she's a bionic woman. Trying to balance her professional life by day. And her mother. And her. Uh, <laughs> Stripper job by uh, night. And, and her job as a vigilante crime fighter by night. Okay. What? Okay. What? Which does seem to me to be obviously they're going to go for that costume that they've that J. Miles Kosherzinski had in, has in the run right now when the black black, black slacks pants, and yeah. the leather jacket. Okay, wait. And Explain to me something. Kind of tank toppy thing. Yes. Okay. Wonder Woman doesn't wear a mask. No, no, she doesn't. So no. how does she have a secret identity? Oh, it's easy. She wears it, glasses. It, it, well, and as, as soon yeah. as as soon as she like puts Carpen? on her her non secret identity costume, you never actually look at her face. Oh, okay, got it. Makes Assuming sense. that all of her villains are you, mm. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so, I, yeah, I don't. I just. I'm concerned. It seems like Ally McBeal, if she turned into a crime fighter, <laughs> and it's David E. Kelly. Well, so. it's, it's more than just her, her glasses because she puts her hair up in a bun too. Right. It's just like every pre. It's like every, it'd be awesome. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just like every you know like movie where the girl eventually pulls the one pin that lets all her hair down and in slow motion, and then she's the hot chick. Right. right. It'd be rad if they got America Ferrera to play Wonder Woman. Because then she could be ugly Betty in one scene, and then wonder you know hot wonder, wonder Betty in the other. Yeah, pull the pin out, and her braces magically disappear. All right, or right. no, they, they go around her wrists. Bullets and braces. Bullets and braces. Okay, that's. I, I'm not excited about because the other thing too is how how do you have a vigilante named Wonder Woman? You know what I mean? Right. Like, and especially in that bright red, white, and blue outfit. Yeah, it's. I I I just don't think the costume's going to make it. To the TV, and the whole thing is they tried that once. They uh, they changed the costume. That was the Kathy Lee Crosby version yes. in the early 70s. Where it's she looked me, like an Olympian. Yeah, they've already gone that route. It didn't work. We're at a, we're at a time where everybody wants to see the costumes, even X-Men First right. Class. The only thing so far that I'm going, 
looks pretty good about Nostalgia. it is that they're wearing the actual costumes. Yeah. Well, and, and forgive, forgive me if I'm wrong being the, the, the novice here, but, but Wonder Woman originally kind of appeared as the answer, the feminine answer to Superman. Right. Uh, standing for truth, justice, and the American way, blah, blah, blah. Right. right. She's not to, a vigilante. To turn her around and make her, her that iconic character of vigilante is... It, a nighttime it's, it makes her It makes her Batgirl. I mean, you already have the. It the makes dark, her a whore. The, well, <laughs> in the more in the more current renditions of her in the comics, she's she's like the ambassador from her island to the rest right. of the world, and she's trying to figure out man's world and how there can be world peace by juggling her, her day job and taking that and going <laughs> right. vigilante. I'm going to stop looters and drug pushers and because stuff. Because I've it, had it enough. Belittles the character. Absolutely. And, yeah. and the theme song is going to be like, you know, I can bring home the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> up in a Catch the bad man. And, 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 and never let Steve but... Trevor forget he's a man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Steve, a Wonder Woman. Went, yes, if yeah. Steve Trevor makes it to the pilot, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Is she uh, going to fight Nazis in this one? I, I doubt it. Uh, mm. Neo-Nazis, I guess. Skinheads. <sighs> oh, brother. I don't know. If uh, David E. Kelly's writing it, though, it's just going to be a lot of funny dialogue back and forth, isn't it? Yeah. So I wouldn't really count and on a lot of action really scenes. nothing's going to really make a lot of sense. No. And, but they said the pilot was too expensive. That's why the other networks had turned it down. So maybe maybe there was some action. The only time I've been at all interested in this was when, um, what's his name, was in charge of it? Uh, Joss Whedon? No. Yeah, well. Well, he was for a little bit, yeah. You know? uh, but uh, before him. Stanley Kubrick? No. <laughs> Forget it. George I, Lucas? No. Hugh Hefner? Uh, well, I, se- I sense an uh, edit coming on. No, no, not at all. This is, no, this this is, is good stuff. Oh, I, this is this is yeah. what we're this going for? This is why people download us. They oh. enjoy listening to us not know what we're talking about. Okay. Um, then I'm perfect for this, aren't I? Uh, you are. All right. I just uh, need to talk more. Which does remind Maybe me. Kind of the guy who kind of wrote Daredevil for a little while. and uh, you know, uh, Kevin, Kevin Smith? Smith? Kevin Smith. Was, he, he was he never attached to Wonder Woman. No, he was never attached to Wonder Woman. No? Okay, then it was Whedon. Yeah, it was, was Joss Whedon. Whedon. He was yeah. the one who, yes. Uh, I'd be interested if Joss Whedon did it. I think he'd find a way to make Wonder well, Woman. Well, I, I forgot to backtrack here. We missed. I missed one that Lon wrote down, and I forgot to say um, that uh, that uh, Joss Whedon is, of course, writing and directing The Avengers, which will team Ooh, up all yeah. the oh. movie characters. I will so and, very much uh, like that. Yeah, Chris Hem- Hemsworth uh, gave an interview this week in which he kind of leaked that he's looked at the script, and there is a Thor-Hulk fight. Sweet. Mm. Which is going to make us go, go, sweet. And his reaction's a bit, like, every time the interview... You know what's going to be the best thing about... Like, it? I'm reading the script and going, how are you going to do this? Awesome, I'm you in. Know, <laughs> you know? No, the, the, if they do the Hulk right, if they do the Hulk like the right the Hulk in the comic, you know, the Whedon's script for that, the best thing about that fight's going to be the dialogue. Absolutely. Yes. Whedon is an absolute master Because at, he will make that. the Hulk who can talk. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And, but the Hulk and, the, and fighting it out, that's going to be awesome. Did yeah. you say the Hulk Hogan talk? The, no, Hulk... Who can talk? Who can talk? Thank you. <laughs> I, I misheard that because I, I, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Talk. Hulk Hogan is actually playing the Hulk. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have uh, to kill myself now. <laughs> and, uh, no, it's Mark Ruffalo. So oh, we'll okay. see. Yes. Uh, so I won't kill myself. That's now. pretty cool. Yes. Like so that. we'll see. Did you watch the sci-fi being human? The, yes, I did. It's the American remake the first of the BBC episode. series. Yeah, I've only watched the first episode. I watched so the far. first episode. That's all. And I'm what did watch. you think? We'll just. God, it was horrible. I, I, I just saw the preview. There was like preview. five minutes of it that I was going, oh, hope, and then it was gone. Did you watch, ever watch the BBC show? No, but, okay. uh, but the, what I saw of just the previews made me think Ron, Hermione, and Harry all go to college <laughs> and uh, take the wrong polyjuice potion. Yeah. 
Don't look at me. That's pretty much, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Sorry, I have kids. I I, I go to references like that. Yeah, no, that's okay. That was, uh, that's not bad except they're American. So, you know, but there's a British version and the British version, they're British. Uh, You know, same idea. Um, But is the British version good? Uh, the British, British version, version is good. I have my problems, but I like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the American version, I, I I just felt first unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, added nothing to it. Added nothing to it. Just went back Took and stuff away. Started earlier in the story, and that was irritating me. And maybe if I had never seen Being Human, uh, maybe I would have been more into it. But because it's like I already know how these characters, what happens when they end up together, I didn't really care how they ended up together, except that it. Neither version answers the question: Is how did the vampire and the werewolf start hanging out? Um, oh no! The n- the British one shows that. I don't recall seeing it when, when the werewolf gets werewolf gets ambushed by the vampires. Oh, that's and he's right. There. That's right. Okay, yeah. that's right. I I've forgotten about that. So they go back and they don't they make it take it for granted these guys are already friends yeah. in a re, in a move that made no sense. And they're both working in the hospital. Yeah, and so it's like it's backtracking and not and, and where do you want a vampire who, who loses control when he sees blood yeah, yeah that's so a great was, wasn't place it to really work. just i mean when, whenever you take a british thing and americanize it it's well americans are too stupid to Sometimes watch the british it works, version but except that americans haven't <clears throat> watched the british version because it's been on bbc america right. it's been yeah. very successful for them um and i think that's the thing is it, you bring up an interesting point now is because of bbc america's presence in here and because the geeks have taken over the world it is, as Thomas L. Friedman would say, it is the world is flat. The world is flat again. And, yeah. it, and it is no longer yeah. a case of, you we know, can't get no it. one's heard of being human. Yeah. Let's adapt this. No. It, now it's like, they, not like Sanford and Son was. Sci-Fi yeah. is also going to, or some network or is going to do. the version of Sanford Right, and that's what I mean. Yeah. Nobody and Son. Yeah. Uh, someone's, they're remaking a show called uh, Randall and Hopkirk Deceased. But that's a series old enough that, that that BBC America hasn't shown. So yes, there might be some value in doing it as an American show, but doing it, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, and, and I felt that not uh, they they rushed the story on it. They they didn't make anybody. The only really likable character in that is the ghost, and she's not even really much of the storyline yeah. in it and, and then uh, they just like ramp the last five minutes of that up as far as the terror sam, and sam stuff. huntington and i look at him and you go you're jimmy olsen in superman returns yeah. and he's still doing the same acting things he did since when he was a teen actor and not another teen movie so i, I it just i'd like yeah. hopefully it'll die and go away maybe yeah. i want to give you one piece of toy news i know nothing solid about this but it again just came in on the beat heidi mcdonald she interviewed this guy ed catmull that'll excite Rick, I don't know if it'll mean anything to Charles, but maybe. I'm watching. Don't, don't, be, offend, a, don't be offended when I say you might just be old enough to be excited by this news. Lon will not be. But Ed Catmull okay. is the guy that owns the Captain Action license. Okay. And has been doing all the Moonstone books. Uh-huh. And he has announced, so yeah, Charles is staring at me blankly. He does not know the Captain, Captain Action, Action toy line. Or Action Boy. But or Dr. Evil. Ed Catmull gave an interview today. He said he's not giving details, but he has cut a deal with a major publisher to license the figure, the costumes, to re-release to Toys R Us, possibly as soon as this summer, Captain Action, would, I like the way you put it, with characters you've actually heard of. Nice. So I don't know what that means other than i got to save up for all the Captain Action toys. So yes. I He'll be with the Micronauts. Well, the, the, for those who don't, like for those who don't I know, I mean, Derek, <laughs> Derek and I, we're, we're speaking this invisible language right now because when Captain <laughs> Action came out, the conceit was it was one 12-inch action figure that you bought. And he had a kind of jaunt, a rip-off of G.I. Joe. He had a jaunty okay. kind of sailor-esque a- outfit with 
triangles and stuff. Maybe that's and, why I wasn't and boots. Familiar and it was with like it was like, but you could take him and you could add, you could go out, you could actually buy the Batman figure. The uh, Batman costume, costume and it would fit fit on him go over his face. Gotcha. and the Superman and the Aquaman and the Lone Ranger, Spider Man, Captain America. So he was the Erector set of action figures, and he had a kid sidekick. It was basically dress up for boys. Yes, well, yeah, was. sure. So was okay. GI well, Joe was that way too. In our era, Lon GI Joe, you changed his outfit yeah. too. Oh, sure. Yeah. I had the Russian and the German, and you mm-hmm. know, but um, hmm. he the, had a kid all the sidekick, of America, action Rick. lad. Who had Robin? Action, was it Action Lad or Action Boy? Action Boy. Action Boy. Um, action Lad is Troy Benson. Um, I'll explain later. No. Um, <laughs> Bat, uh, there was Robin for Batman. There was Superboy. Superboy and Aqualad, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the three so. for him. And uh, so I. And I when know. they brought him back, they had like things like Flash Gordon, and they, you know, they had all and the. And Green Hornet. And Green Hornet, yeah. even in the sixties, was the. That's the one with the car. Oh, I was uh, just going to ask. Yes, the uh, ring that the ring has, turns into a car. He is the most. That's the most expensive. If you if you can find a complete Green Hornet outfit from the sixties, yeah. it sells for about fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred bucks. Uh, but they brought it back in the nineties, and they could only license guys like that. So there was a Flash Gordon, a Green Hornet, a Kato, a Lone Ranger, and Tarzan. So I have Green Hornet and Kato repros, and Lone Ranger and, and Tonto yeah. uh, reproductions as well. Um, so are they going to? They're going to redo the base doll and base costume. Yes, and it sounds and like, and, and this time around they are going because the Playing Mantis company did them as uh, did them as you had to buy the figure in the costume, right. and you could take it off and you'd still be Captain Act underneath. Underneath, but this is he. It the sounds like they're going to actually sell separately. the costumes. That's so awesome. That's actually very quite excited cool. about that. So I don't have any details as to which character's license, but he said somebody major. So. Yeah. A major line, and I'm, so it'll be available in Toys R Us exclusively, uh, possibly as soon as the summer of 2011. Cool. I'm excited. So, uh, just in time there. So, uh, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. I'm Derek McCaw, editor in chief of fanboyplanet.com. I'm Lon Lopez, very relieved. Oh, good. I'm uh, Charles McKeithen, and I, I made it this far, so I'm ready to let go of the uh, the electroshock therapy now. Very good. Now, Charles, when we I'm going to say my name, and then I'm going to say and uh, use your. And he's going to edit out this we, part. We have we have a thing where we say <laughs> no. I'm leaving this in. Um, <laughs> we have this thing where I'm being initiated. We we say, and remember, use your powers only for good. Now I know you're one take kind of guy, so yeah. it's like <clears throat> use your powers, and then the part that throws everyone is only. For good. Yeah. Ah, well, yeah. and that's that goes counterintuitive to my personal nature. I know. There you go. So that I'll bring out my acting skills. Acting. Yes. Okay. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use, use your, your powers, powers only for good. Well, that was good. Now I can go back to work. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.